is the bullpen on 1027 ESPN with Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins. Opinions are welcome at 512-834-1027. Uh-oh, welcome to the bullpen. Wednesday edition, hump day edition. Uh-oh. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins. I just realized it's way too hot in here. I need to take this jacket off. It's a little warm. I had to take my mine off as well. As, yeah. It gets chilly over there in the newsroom on the other side of this building. It's funny because, because that I AC's run been blowing. running for like the last six months. Yeah, I got a fan on me 24-7 back here, it seems, but it's not doing the job. Well, this this room, you know, is it, it, stuffy when you first walk in here. It often stinks. But uh, then you stand in here long enough, that fan cools it down pretty quick. Okay. We're good. Uh, yeah, Let's start so, it over. We so got welcome, this. Welcome to the bullpen. Patrick O'Brannon with you here for the next hour. 512-834-1027 is the number here. We'd love to hear from you. What do you want to talk about? Can we talk about that I gave myself a paper cut before I walked in this room? That was smart. Man, it is not going well for me today right now. Jeez. No. Too hot. So you're going to tell cuts? us how this happened, how, how this, this horror movie unfolded? Yeah, you want to see? I went like this. But it grazed my hand. That's always how it works. The, the little it? area between my finger and my thumb. It's always the stack my when you least finger. expect it. Anyway, can't trust your fingers. Man. Enough about that. Can't trust yourself. How you doing? I'm doing okay. And yourself? Well, besides my paper cut, I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Are you excited about uh, so what we've seen so far in the MLB postseason? Uh. I'll be honest with you, I've kind of uh, backtracked a bit from watching postseason baseball. However... You took your ball and went home because your Mariners lost. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, however, uh, the Phillies look fun. And yes, they do. were we not do. talking about... We were kind of rooting for the Phillies yesterday. Yep, they, they pulled look through. look what they did. Man, 488 feet. A couple of big hits. Bryce Harper is t- absolutely hot when the Phillies need him to. And he got memed on Kyle Schwarber's home run as well. That was that was hilarious. I don't think he's picked his jaw from the ground yet. Damn. We will definitely get into that as well as the Yankees and their quick turnaround less than 24 hours after eliminating the Cleveland Guardians. Heading to Houston tonight for game one of the American League Championship Series. They got a bone to pick with the Astros. I have never seen more of non-Yankees fans unite to be Yankees fans for this series. The Astros have kind of become the new Yankees for a little bit. For for, multiple. for cheating, yes. Well, that's the biggest reason. I think people would probably, just like with any other team, you know, get sick of seeing them there in October every single year if you're not from Houston. But the cheating scandal certainly adds to the disdain yeah. that uh, most of non-Texas areas. That'll never go away as no. long as those players play. It, it's just how it's going to be. And, you know, it's unfortunate because a guy like Jose Altuve was good enough without all of that. Sure. And Although he's never fully admitted to it ever. He's one of the few players who hasn't admitted to it, I believe. I want to believe he wasn't involved, but yeah. I don't believe he wasn't yeah. involved. Yeah. Look, uh, but, uh, to be fair, I would say 98% of the teams out there probably do use some sort of way to advantage their team. They just got caught. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I, I got no problems you want to steal signs. Sure. Your catcher's weak. That's on you, you know, or your catcher. But when you when you add, you know, when you add the elements technology of, oh, and yeah, Apple yeah. watches, where they had the little and, buzzer the on their buzzer, shoulder. Buzzer, you know, it's like it's like that scene from Casino, you know, where they're cheating with the the hammer. Never mind. Was that the hammer to that? Yeah, it okay. was. It was what preceded yes, that scene. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes anyway, so yeah. nobody really got that any sort of harsh punishment by it. Because everyone's doing fine. 
Yeah. Who was involved with it. Yeah. They may be on different teams, but they still have a job. Yeah. It was it was never proposed to the Astros that you can have the money and the hammer. You can walk out of here, but you can't have both. Yeah. That's not how it was proposed to the Astros. Nobody got the money or the hammer. Nope. Man. But they did get a trophy. And everybody outside of Texas and they did get a ring. was wishing for the hammer. Yeah. Unfortunately. They actually did get the money. Well, yeah, they did. So, well, yes, uh, more baseball talk on the way here in the bullpen. But uh, first things first, NFL voter, uh, owners have voted 31 to 1 to permit the uh, compensation committee to open negotiations on a new contract with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. But I wonder who the lone vote was. No vote. <laughs> but then, but th- this didn't happen before uh, two of the league's most prominent and powerful owners engaged in a, a bit of a heated exchange. Okay. We're talking about Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. And New England's New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft. Ooh, that uh, to be a fly in that room, man! Holy crap! So uh, the sources said Kraft joined the overwhelming majority in strong support for this measure. With Jones, the lone dissenting voice, is he the only one happy with Roger Goodell? I don't know. Interesting. Apparently, telling Kraft, and it is a breaking ball. Uh, that's the wrong. Uh, that is the wrong. <laughs> one more. One Sorry. more. Sorry. One Here more we go. Over. Telling Kraft. That's not the one either. Okay, so we... Uh, 15. Yeah, that's what I just played. Oh, well. Huh. Bits blown. Dang. Bits blown. Dang. Anyway, he Did told... Did you try 16? Yeah, uh, I know 16 is... Uh, uh, that's uh, Russell Westbrook, so no. Damn. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Anyway, what happened? he told... Jerry Jones told Robert Kraft, don't F with me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Kraft replied, excuse me, and then Jones says, don't mess with me. So he uh, he softened it up the second time around. Okay. The measure then passed, though, 31 to 1. So the NFL and the Cowboys. that conversation? This is uh, according to um, sources who talked to ESPN. That's, okay. That's, that's all we know. That's all they said? Yeah. Is don't F with me and then don't mess with me. Then the measure passed. Uh, the NFL and a Cowboys spokesman are commenting here. A Patriot spokesman uh, not also uh, not providing comment immediately. But this isn't the first time that Jones has been about outspoken and opposed to a new contract for Roger Goodell. And sources have said that the issue remains the same. Uh, the structure of Goodell's compensation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it. In 2017, Goodell signed a new five-year deal. It was different from his previous ones. And Jones led a charge that restructured the deal mostly from mostly salary to mostly bonuses based on performances. Mm. And so I guess Jones is concerned that triggers in this proposed bonus pool in this new contract are <coughs> too vague and not connected to a strict enough set of, of uh, financial goals and metrics. Gotcha. I was thinking of it backwards. I thought they were voting to restructure his contract because they weren't happy with him. Oh, so, 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 you, they, so you thought Jones 30, was the only yeah, one Yeah, I thought Jones was oh. the only one who was supporting No, he was him. the okay. one against it. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, Jones was the only there one we against go. it. Good uh, So the vote, yeah, it signals most owners want Goodell uh, uh, to... Uh, you know, remain in that role for the foreseeable for now. future. For now. Uh, he's been on the job since 06. And uh, the uh, one owner says that they, the committee might consider a two- or three-year deal here. But uh, Ouch. That's yeah. it? Yeah. So uh, he must be wanting to be done soon. New York Times reported last year Goodell's total compensation over a two-year period from 2020 and 21, nearly $128 million. Whatever they decide on him. Isn't it funny how the, the commissioner makes less than the players? It is. I've often wondered. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't think it should be like it. Usually, isn't like that. Most businesses, no, yeah. no. Most businesses, you're not, you're not going to find that the boss makes less than the uh, than the worker bees. But but he's also not the boss technically. The owners are the right, boss, right. So but that they're also, basically he's basically the executive assistant to all the bosses to every single owner in the NFL. It also shows you the power of unions. I mean, that's you true, know, yes. what the, what yeah, these hundred percent. Yeah, whether NFL or 
MLB, NHL. I mean, these unions can get stuff done. Mm-hmm. And I was in un- I was a part of a union when I worked at a grocery store. Really, I never had to use it, but I know one guy who got fired unfairly, and he was back two weeks later, and he got paid th- for the entire time he did not work. Like that's how good they worked it for him. Yeah, he was unjustly fired. Our that owner was um, iffy. To say the least, a bit, so. bit Dan Snyder esque. Uh, no, not maybe not that bad. bad. No, we're no. talking grocery stores I here, so not not that big a deal. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of Dan Snyder, for the first time, uh, an NFL owner is actually publicly calling for serious consideration to remove Dan Snyder from NFL ownership on the uh, Washington Commanders' helm. And we're talking about Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay. Held a fairly explosive interview scrum at the fall meetings this week. And uh, called Snyder's missteps as an owner, particularly, uh, or called out, I should say, uh, and uh, called call his workplace misconduct gravely concerning. You know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence, and we have to be thorough in going forward. But... Um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration. Consideration that yes, he, please. he should be removed. Now, is he stepping out of bounds by saying that? No, because he's the only owner to actually actually acknowledge this issue. I, I don't. Jerry Jones was asked a few times, but he's never really said more than, I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to wade too deeply into it. Uh, this is the first time, and we don't have a precedent set here until this Ursa comment here. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the Mary Jo White investigation into Washington's years of alleged workplace misconduct and financial improprieties under Snyder, they're really at the root of this whole issue. And Ursay is, is stressing that, you know, the league potentially could have a majority vote from owners to unseat Snyder. He's saying at least 24 of the 32 owners uh, are prepared, if in the right scenario, to mm-hmm. oust Dan Snyder. Good. Now, bring it on. Uh, this Prove has it. never been done at the NFL level, so this would be a first mm-hmm. here. And of course, this all comes amid that report that we've talked about recently of Dan Snyder himself having dirt on every NFL owner and Roger Goodell. Sure. You know what Ursay said about that? I don't care. <laughs> let him. Let, let him. Let him bring whatever he wants. Technically, Snyder agreed to vote to keep Goodell to extend Roger Goodell. So. Yeah, if he was a if if Jerry Jones was the lone no, so that had to mean that he still wants Goodell there. So maybe there's still some good graces. Maybe we're overblowing this whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. There, there's something brewing there. You're talking about a bunch of billionaires. They're not. They're not gonna. They're they're playing it pretty cr- close to the vest. Sure. Ursay, I think, has just had enough. Sure, you know. I like Ursay. Uh, I do too. He's been very outspoken for a long time. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I a fan. It. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Dan Snyder has sent a letter to NFL owners after the uh, the report came out, claiming that he had uh, hired a number of private investigators to follow a lot of owners around other people, Roger Goodell as well, and, and he's of course patently denying these claims. He's the mob man. Once again, I ask: Is Dan Snyder a scumbag, or does he just play one on TV? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes to yes. On to other uh, NFL news, so to speak. More scumbaggery? Mm, sort of. All right. Yeah. Dig yeah. It. The woman who filed a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson yep. last Bring week has submitted her petition <laughs> to include her name after she was ordered to do so by a judge. Uh, the suit was first filed under the pseudonym Jane Doe. It's the 26th known civil case filed against Watson, accusing him of this is the newer one, inappropriate the sexual yeah, one? Okay. yeah, and the 26th and most recent accusation of inappropriate sexual misconduct or sexual assault during massages. Right. Guys got to think for massages. I, yeah. I, 
Why's why's it got to be in that setting? I don't know. I really don't. don't It alleges that he continually pressured this woman into massaging certain areas, uh, removed his towel, offered her to, uh, you know, do stuff. Go there. All the way, so to speak. Uh, Apparently she didn't, but did do partially and some stuff and then was paid 300 bucks, which was uh, uh, (sighs) about 185 bucks above her normal charge. Sure. Wow. So he's serving an 11-game suspension, Watson is. Uh, was just recently allowed back into the the uh, facility. I think this past weekend, or no, it was yeah, a couple weeks ago. Uh, since August, yeah, he was a last week. He was allowed okay, to re-enter the, the training facility. Joy can't practice until November fourteenth. Not eligible to play until the thirteenth against those guys across the state. Yeah, in the uh, battle is that a whole Red, month away. Battle Red Houston, less Texas. than a month away. Yeah, it's He's coming back. up, man. It's wow. coming up. Speaking of the Texans, Raiders star wide receiver Devontae Adams reportedly is going to play Sunday. Uh, amid these misdemeanor assault charges levied against him. You remember he shoved that cameraman oh, yes. uh, leaving the field against Very the Chiefs? Very much so. Uh, they're going to be playing the Texans uh, this weekend. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, uh, the uh, Devontae Adams case now falls under the league's personal conduct policy. NFL is going to wait for the league to process to play out. So in the interim, Adams not going to miss a game for the Raiders, and he will play Sunday against the Texans. Good for him. You think he should be held off? Yeah, amid all this whole I thing. do. He's got charges against him because he physically assaulted a guy on national TV Yeah, in front of millions of people. Yeah, it looked pretty blatant. No offense, but yeah, that I mean, come on. Just because he plays football doesn't mean he should be able to avoid the law. We'd all be in jail right now. Yeah, dude. Honestly. Seriously. Yeah, guys like you and me. Or we'd, yeah. be, or we'd be under strict... Uh, house arrest? I don't know. Damn, I, I don't know. I've never been in Well, we like certainly that. wouldn't go be allowed to, to play a, a kid's game making millions of bucks. We probably wouldn't be allowed to come to work. Yeah. There's maybe so. somebody in this building might not want us behind a microphone. Maybe. Well, you know, them's the perks of being a, a, a superstar athlete, right? I guess so. You know what else is a perk for being a superstar athlete? Money. Endorsement deals with a Kardashian. <laughs> That's up next for Dak Prescott. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, making his move back onto the football field probably this Sunday against the Lions. Also making his move in the business world with a new teammate in the form of Kylie Jenner. Mm. Yeah. Great. Uh, no newcomer to the world of advertising. You know, he's a charismatic guy. He's a quarterback of America's team. He's got a lot going for him. Uh, reportedly an equity stakeholder and a brand ambassador for a new sparkling drink company called Glow Beverages. <laughs> TMZ reports he's apparently saying he enjoys the drink. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's also a lot of money. Yeah, he's also, uh, TMZ's got a video of him signing an autograph on his custom Glow Cowboys jersey. I think he also likes his sleep number bed and being tackled by the housewives yeah. on that on those freaking commercials I see all the time. I can just hear Bill Hicks rolling in his grave <laughs> right now. Oh, God, Glow. You don't have enough money. You got to sell some glow sparkling beverage that you probably never will drink. Money's money. Oh, look, I'm man. not faulting. You got to get your I money. I get it. Yeah. I'm not faulting. I'm just saying, especially with a big name like that, you're you're going to get into a lot of things. Is all I'm saying, you know. Man, he's going to get a lot of clout for hanging out with the Kardashians. Dude's got plenty of clout. He's a quarterback. The Dallas. Well, now Cowboys. he just got more. All right. Yeah, he lost it. In it's my book. different. He lost it in my book. Well, um, so yeah, Dak looks like he's going to be back. Yeah. By all indications, he will be back. Maybe the maybe that sparkling drink helped. Get the grip back in his thumb. I couldn't even say it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it wasn't even worth it. Nope. It's just sad. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, a, uh, you know, yeah, it's just sad. Uh, but so, yeah, I, th- I think we're looking forward to see what what is going to come of the Cowboys here. Because you, you can make the argument that not a lot is going to change for the worse here. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Rush did a pretty good job yeah. keeping them in it. He wasn't 
You expect Dak flashy. to be Dak, even though he didn't look like Dak that first game, but that that was a long time ago. Right. Right. That was a very long time ago, and he's, I mean, has he his his legs are going to be a little bit healthier because he's got no wear and tear on that. He hasn't thrown very much, so. I mean, I I expect to see Dak to be the same, but would it surprise me if he didn't play well? No, it wouldn't at all, honestly. No, I would hope nobody's calling for Cooper Rush again, though, for the rest of the season, unless he gets hurt. Definitely no quarterback drama, no matter there how hard be. people wanted to make. We that. tried. We all we all no, we really didn't try. tried. We didn't well, try. We talked about it. Oh, we just talked about Jerry Jones because we wanted. being the media. The media tried really hard to make a controversy because. Your stupid owner tried to. I expect a, a lot of the rushing game still, even with Dak back. But I expect uh, some higher, some higher, a little bit higher point totals. The Cowboys only put up uh, above twenty-four points once. Yeah, they won't be as conservative rush. this this time around. No, they, they can definitely open up the book for for Dak, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's so his offense. Stick around here on the bullpen. We got more on the way. More football on the way. Uh, latest uh, updates on Tua Tagovailoa, uh, who was uh, talking about that nasty hit that he took. And we'll tell you how much he remembers of that coming up. 512-834-1027 is the number. Give us a call here in the bullpen. This is the bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. And welcome back to the bullpen Wednesday edition. Patrick and Brandon with you here. Hello. 512-834-1027. Number here in the bullpen. You want to chat a little football, NFL, college. You want to talk a little baseball. Well, we're always down for that. Music. NBA season Movies. started this week, too. Yeah. Oh, it did. That's right. It did. Hmm? It was Big 12 Media Day today Big as well. Big 12 Media Day. I think the Spurs tip off tonight hosting, if I'm not mistaken. No, I was going to say the Warriors. Are we expecting Grizzlies. anything from them this year? No, anyway? it's definitely a rebuild yeah. period for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Greg Popovich. I think this Don't is tell his him that, 26th though. He season, I believe, as the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. It's something just crazy. I uh, yeah, I've got my own opinions about Greg Popovich, but there, you you can't argue the man's been one of the one of the best coaches the 100%. NBA has, has, has ever seen. I would never argue against Most anything. Consistent he coaches, says. Uh, he terrifies me. Great guy, yeah. Little 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 rough around the edges, which I do respect that. Absolutely, very much respect. That. It's a very respectable terrify. Uh, so uh, if if we got time here in the, this hour, we'll definitely uh, dive into uh, the hardwood a little bit too as well. Uh, but staying with some more NFL talk. You may remember that the uh, Chargers were carried to a triumphant 1916 victory over the Broncos uh, thanks to the one-legged kicker, <laughs> Dustin Hopkins. That was quite the performance by that kicker. A uh, uh, whole lot of respect for him for that. Strained the hamstring in the second quarter when he said he felt a pop in his right leg after he uh, kicked an extra point. Yep. Went on, though, to kick four field goals, including that 39-yarder to win in overtime. Yep. And every time, he fell right to the ground. So what do you get for that valiant effort? Two to four weeks out of the game. That's okay. Yeah. I'm sure he'll take the rest and enjoy it. Yeah, you know. He I, seemed I mean, all right. Every time he kicked and fell down, he got right back up and ran off the field. Yeah. And celebrated. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his and Hopkins' absence uh, looks like the team's going to turn to kicker Taylor, Taylor Bertolet. I'm not familiar with him, but uh, signed to the practice squad going into week five. So that's maybe Good it. luck, Taylor. Anyway, uh, you know who... Uh, got some big shoes. You know who the Chargers play this week? Who do they play this week? They play the 3-3 three and three Seattle Seahawks. Oh, so they do. State. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not gonna lie. Uh, not saying that my team. I'm not being overconfident for my team. I'm just saying yeah, the Chargers look beatable. The Chargers do not look like the juggernaut that we potentially thought they could be, especially at home in front of a national audience. 
they they really played down. I don't know if they played down to the Broncos level. I haven't seen a lot of Chargers football, but they don't they don't really scare me. They have one of the worst pass defenses yeah, in the league. They're and not great. Seahawks have one of the best offenses in the league, if not the best. Yeah, it's kind of weird to see weird them there near that. the top of the pack right now. They're even even it. at what even at three and three. It's a it's redemption song. It's a redemption song for Geno Smith. Here's hoping your Seahawks have a little more success and than your look Mariners at what did. this coaching staff is doing to shut up. Look <laughs> at what this coaching staff is doing to him, and what they did for Russell Wilson. And now look at the difference, because Geno Smith couldn't play for anything with in New York. Russell Wilson can't play for anything against Denver or with, or with, with Denver, Denver with Denver. Yeah, maybe it's always been the coach. Maybe it's always been Pete Carroll. Maybe Fossil. he's really the genius. We all didn't really think he was. It's possible. I don't know. He I de- love Pete. He's definitely tapping into that Ponce de Leon fountain of youth, though. Something. He doesn't look his age. Nope. That's for sure. He's the oldest coach in the league. You, you brought up Russell Wilson. Um, he's uh, questionable for Sunday's game against the Jets. There's a lot of frustration with Russell Wilson right now. But he suffered that hamstring industry, uh, injury on the fourth quarter on Monday. Underwent an MRI exam yesterday, and head coach Nathaniel Hackett says he's going to be evaluated throughout the week to, to gauge his participation level and practices and see his availability. I mean, he'll play. He'll play. If he can walk, he'll play. That's just who he is. I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. But clearly, I've seen him play on one leg Nathaniel, for an entire yeah, season. But Nathaniel Hackett clearly doesn't have the confidence in this man that he should I as a head coach. I don't think Hackett has the confidence in himself that could to be do it. the job. That could be it. And he's now taking it out on the players because – He's playing a conservative game every single week. Yeah. Wilson's already been dealing with that, what, that uh, partial muscle tear, I think, near his right shoulder. Mm -hmm. So there's already been kind of some conservative play uh, already because of that. Yeah, it's not looking good for for this Bronco squad. I mean, if they could turn it around, which, look, they definitely have the team to be able to do it. Their defense is balling, and unfortunately their offense is not holding their own weight. But there's... There's no reason to think that they could turn it around, but it would be pretty miraculous. Yeah, if they did. yeah. Did you uh, did you see uh, speak to, speaking of the Broncos? Did you see their uh, their linebacker Aaron Patrick tear his ACL? No. In that collision with a, a another damn member of the media. Oh, was that what that was? Yeah, it was kind of a, a kind of a bizarre situation. It was on Monday night. Yeah, it was uh, off a kickoff or a punt or something like that. Yeah, he ran into I guess what they called the green hat. It was in overtime. Yeah, it it, it it was early in overtime, and uh, apparently he he ran outside the side boundary trying to make a tackle on yeah. on punt returner DeAndre Carter, and he ran into what appeared to be a guy with the media. He uh, took an awkward step on a carpet that had put there nearby. Yeah, and now he's out the remainder of the season. Yep, dude, that's just the same way as uh, guys having to pull up on quarterbacks when if you don't want to get flagged for a sack. Yeah, you know it's the same sort of situation. Yeah, I mean I'm. I'm Unfortunate, and there's no, there's nothing anyone could have done about it because you know he was going for the tackle. I don't remember exactly. I can picture in my head what happened, but I don't exactly remember why he ended up all the way over there. But I mean, all his momentum was taking him out of bounds, and so to stop, you have to hit the brakes, and sometimes you're going to land wrong, and then I mean, you run right into another human. Look, physics is a real the entire thing. Entire sideline is just full of people that you're going to. Yeah, there. It's all a hazard. Yeah, I don't understand why they let people stand so close, and then they get shocked when somebody gets hurt. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. It, it, you just you can't stop a freight train on a dime. Yeah, you get just out can't. of the way, and maybe extend the field grass 
further in the out of bounds so you don't have to put you know the all this weird carpeting down there that you're probably going to land on and slide. That always just seems and like you're such get a hazard. That way too. Yeah, I, I'm surprised more knees don't get blown out for stuff like that. I mean, I mean yeah, thank it's God crazy. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Thank, thank God, God it doesn't happen. But um, it's yeah, it's just unfortunate that it has to happen that way. It's such a fluke injury. And then talking about injuries, you know, Tua Tagovailoa is kind of in the poster boy of injuries this season, and uh, he talked this week uh, about the moment that uh, he lost consciousness. Well, well, which he, time he got hit the second time okay. against the Bengals. He says he has absolutely no memory of it, which is I not surprising yeah. uh, whatsoever. Um, but uh, looks like he may may be trying to aim aiming to come back. Uh, yeah, sooner what, rather week? sooner rather than later. Okay, uh, I don't know for sure. There is some optimism though being expressed uh, by uh, by head coach Mike McDaniel. I want to see is the same locked in guy that I know when he's on it. He's um, uh, he's laser focused. He's in his normal mood. Um, but he doesn't lose a attention span at the task at hand. And that's what, what I've grown to love about the guy. That's why he's been able to have some success in a completely new language and system. Um, and that, that will be my expectation for this week because it is um, not the, uh, the, the two dolphins. All right, look, I'm going to break this down for you. What did he say? He said, say, Not man. the two, uh, uh, he said, say, say, man, you got a joint? Hey. Be a lot cooler if you did. That's what he said. Let's talk about Basically, what man. he said is, all right, look, if, if I can see Tua doing stuff and he's not looking like he's injured and he's still got a concussion, then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll seriously consider getting him back. All right. But I want to see the Tua Dolphins first. I understand. That's basically, yeah, I understood that's basically that a lot what better. what this guy said, man. <laughs> 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 Dude's way over his head. Way over his head. This is ridiculous. I, I just, I, I, every time I pull audio, I didn't have time. Like, I was kind of running behind when I pulled that. Yeah. I had time to go. I Usually I'll close the gaps and drop out the arms and I'll cut that 43 sound I don't know. You kind of need all that to really fully understand this guy. Do you? Because I don't know if I fully understood him. And <laughs> I, I, pulled the, I pulled the cut. <laughs> I was listening intently, and then all of a sudden he said two dolphins, and then the cut ended. I was like, yeah, what? No, I mean, that, that's like as goofy as it sounds. That's the only thing that I totally got. I, I don't want him back until he's actually looks like the two yeah. dolphins again. Right. Okay. okay. You're optimistic. He's on his way, but he's not there yet. you got to see it first. Yeah. Thanks, Chill guy. on the drugs before you hit the, the press conference, my guy. Yes. I know you're nervous, yes. but a little too much there. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Uh, the NFL's announced it's adding a new holiday game next year. You excited about this? Ooh, which one would that be? The league's going to be scheduling a game for Black Friday, broadcast at 2 p.m. our time, exclusively on, take a guess, Amazon Prime. You'd be correct. Do you not believe that they want Snyder out so they can get Jeff Bezos in? I wouldn't Do you know who owns the Washington Post? Bezos? Exactly. Yeah. So he's already got you know his finger in the, the Washington area. So, wow, that sounded weird. But there, there's, <laughs> you know, the league wants this guy in here. He's best friend. He's got to be best friend. I mean, I've seen him in Roger Goodell's suite during the, uh, uh, what, Super Bowl or mm-hmm. one of the playoff games. Yeah, they're pals. You know, they've been trying to discuss how they're going to get him in for a long time now. This should be their opportunity. Do I want him in the league? 
Probably not, but at least he's not going to... Oh, I don't know. Maybe he could be. I don't think anyone could be as sleazy as as Dan Snyder, though. Could they? Mm, I I mean, you... you, I'm asking a lot for... It's not not easy. I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. But it's not easy. I think the dude cares more about himself than anyone else anyway. Bezos definitely wants to, you know, at least in in one way or another, weasel his way. I don't know if that's the term I should use, but work his way in. At this point... That one sort of just slipped out. Unless they expand... I, it's got to be the only way. But he wants to slip his way in. So the game... All right, so here's the deal. All right, so the, ga- the games are going to be added to a full slate of games on Thanksgiving week. The NFL schedule, you got CBS, Fox, NBC. They each get a game on Thanksgiving Day. Amazon, though, now with its lengthy Thursday night football contract, mm-hmm. it wants a piece of the pie, too. Of course. So it now gets the lone Friday game on Thanksgiving weekend. I want to be part of this, too, guys. I don't like that there's a football game on Friday. Yeah, It's hard enough, and it's bad enough that they've been complaining about stopped, stopping the Thursday night game. Now they're going to add a, fr- a Friday night game. But think about- I know it's one game. It's also on Black Friday. Well, like, that's that's how- college day. But think about how on-brand that is for Amazon. It's Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, their favorite what, holiday. What better day for Amazon to broadcast a game than right. on its... It's basically, it's Christmas. But, like, you know... I watched the Apple Cup on that day. I think, aren't there other rivalry games played on Black Friday? Like the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah. That's usually a normal thing. It typically is a rivalry day. So we're going to have four, what, we're going to have four games on Thanksgiving, now one on on Friday, and then the rest Sunday. Well, so, all right, so you get, I mean, already, like you say, you know, you get a, a, a college football games. You also, historically, get afternoon premier hockey matchups. Mm-hmm. Well, and I didn't which, know that which, until last year, but yeah, yeah, and, and yeah but, exactly. You know, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, now the NFL wants in on the mix here. And this year, the only reason that it's not happening this year is because the World Cup taking place at the exact same time. The NFL right. didn't want to be competing with it. Because they'd lose so, easily. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, it's already a, a jumbled mess of a sports day. The NFL is going to make it a little bit more jumbled. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to be paying attention because everyone's going to be out shopping. So let's put a, an exclusive football game on that day when nobody cares. Right. Uh, over to college football now. Some of the metrics that had been kept private about the uh, uh, the, the Scott Frost now fired mm-hmm. uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Uh, Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. Some of the metrics have been uh, kept private, but a judge has now ordered them to be released as a part of an open records law. And as it appears... All the guy had to do was show a bit of improvement. All he had to do was go six and six in the regular season, get to a bowl game, mm-hmm. and he his contract would have been extended by a million bucks plus. Dang, yeah, he didn't even come close, did he? No, <laughs> no. And in fact, uh, he was fired the day after the forty five forty two loss to Georgia Southern. Uh, that dropped the Huskers to one and two on the year. Uh, he was Casey nineteen Thompson. and thirty one in four plus seasons, but. Uh, Apparently, the restructured contract, which was restructured back in November, it reduced Frost pay to four million dollars this year. Wow, that's, that's had he so made sad it through the him. season, and all he had to do was win six games and make it to a bowl. He had gotten a million dollar raise. His contract would have been extended through December thirty first of twenty twenty seven. Instead, you lose. Well, you lose Scott Frost. Yeah, that's 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 how it goes. Ouch, that's how it goes, man. Like goes. he really only. To do that, he had to do the bare minimum at that point. I yeah. mean, no, going to a bowl game isn't what it used to be in college football, but at no, least it was selling. something for his contract, yeah. and he couldn't even do that. So, look, 
more contracts should be like that. I'm sure he's going to be okay because regardless. we don't hold a lot of these coaches accountable, and they're stuck. They stick around for a long time when they're not very good. Yeah, you know. So, so if they're not going to do the bare minimum, they should be gone. I'm fully okay with performance based contracts like that. Totally. You know, hey, and especially for big programs like Nebraska. Yeah, you better be held to a high standard. Of Absolutely. Program like that. They are no name regardless of their of of their record every year. Absolutely. Everyone knows Nebraska. I mean, poor Casey Thompson. Yeah. What a, what a unfortunate. I mean, I wonder if he goes out. I wonder if he. I hope he likes corn next next season. Hope he likes corn. I mean, look, he was happy there. He he transferred there, so I mean, he's he's there. But with the, with the coach out, I wonder if that's why he went there was because of the coach. So he could be gone and on to new new pastures. Yeah, that's true. On Saturday, we could see uh, B. John Robinson move up the ranks of the Texas Longhorn records books, record you, books against Oklahoma State. Are you worried that the Texans might also take B. John Robinson number one overall? Why would I be worried about that? I mean, I would be okay with that. Because I, Bryce Young will be sitting out there too? I've already seen some speculation over in uh, Texans land that <laughs> the Texans, are even if they get the first-round pick, might not be considering a quarterback. Which would be stupid. Yeah. Because Davis Mills sucks. Yeah. And I'll go on you record. Think they can sign someone in free agency? Maybe they got hit. Maybe they'll go after Hudson Card. Did I not say? Or not Hudson Card. Wow. Cooper Rush. Maybe. The other backup. Maybe. I don't want him either, though. <laughs> Leave him with the Cowboys. He's doing just fine Okay. There. You're a Tex- Texans fan. Who do you want them to draft? Bryce Young. Okay. Yeah. So are you worried that they may take... B. John Robinson no, instead. No, because he not. could be worthy of the number one overall. I don't know why you would. I mean, maybe, but they've got Damian Pierce, who's one of the best running backs, certainly one of the best rookie running back out there right now. But we're talking two, two of the best yeah. running backs yeah. on rookie contracts getting to play. It wouldn't bother me if Texas. they took Bijan, but I would rather that they got a quarterback Fair. because why? Davis Mills sucks. That's exactly right. No offense, That's Davis Mills. I'm not. sure you're a great guy, but... Nothing personal, dude. Look, yeah, nothing personal, nothing but personal. You're, you're just you, not good at your job You're a all. quarterback for a professional... <laughs> we still like league. you. You're just yeah. not good at your job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, he... Uh, B. John Robinson uh, could tie... Uh, all he needs is 51 yards mm-hmm. to uh, tie Eric Metcalf as number 13. Is the all-time rushing on the all-time rushing list for the Texas Longhorns? I love Fifty-one it. yards is all he needs. Well, he's going to pass that easily. You think? Uh, the Cowboys coming off that loss to TCU, where the Horn Frogs rushed for two hundred and twenty-four yards, they averaged six point one yards a carry. Bijan Robinson is going to be just fine. He accounted for one hundred and seventy-three yeah. yards against the Cowboys last season. He's fine. Giddy so, up, baby. Let's go. So expect him Lean to on him. expect him to overtake Eric Metcalf as number number thirteen on the all time rushing list for the Texas Longhorns. It's getting late in the season. It's time for a Heisman push, and this is where you can start against a ranked team on the road. Actually, you know what? He's already thirteen. I take that back. He would take over the number twelve spot. Eric Metcalf is currently number twelve. Okay. It, some of these numbers are amazing. Look at Ricky Williams, still all time six thousand two hundred seventy nine yards. In how many years back. did he stay all four years? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive he did. I'm almost positive. And then Cedric Benson, the late Cedric Benson, yeah, 5,540 yards. Uh, some great numbers there. Absolutely. So uh, definitely make sure. Uh, I, I'm, are you still liking the? You like the Longhorns? I, I find it interesting they're a three and a half point favorite, even though that they're. It's very strange that they're favored on the road. I know Cowboys uh, came off a pretty brutal loss, but at the same time, they're still a really good team, and they took another really good team to what double overtime. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me that they're not favored here, and that could change before you know before Saturday. 
But I want to say momentum's on Texas uh, on the Longhorn side, but I, I I would like to see the Longhorns keep winning because I want to see them win out. Um, I'm kind of impartial on this because Oklahoma State is a good team, but if they don't have uh, what's his name Spencer Sanders, yeah, that's gonna a lot of that's gonna that could be a big, yeah, that could be a whole and and that may be why they're also favored as well because the quarterback situation is unknown on their side. Yeah, because so, Sanders is the kind of guy you know he's got he's got arms and legs. He's a you know dual threat quarterback. He had uh, almost twenty nine hundred passing yards last season, twenty touchdowns. Yeah, he's got sixteen hundred and thirty nine yards this year, thirteen touchdowns. Major threat on the ground, more than three hundred rushing yards too. Uh, but there is some question about how healthy he is. Yeah, and head coach Mike Gundy not really saying much. Let's do ourselves a favor. Y'all don't ask me about injuries, and we won't have any problems. I'm not going to tell you about injuries. I'm not going to tell you who practices and doesn't. You wouldn't reveal your hand either. It's nothing personal, but. Um, I'm not going to talk about who practices and who doesn't practice just because it's not fair and it's not strong on my part. I hope fair he plays enough. because I want I don't want Texas to win a game because of a backup quarterback. I want full squad versus full squad so you know who's who's where where every team is at. And yeah. this is a big test for Texas. And if Spencer Sanders plays, it's going to be tough. Uh, I want them to pull it out. I would I would definitely go with the three points. Maybe it being like a 24-21 or a 34-31 type game. Um, and I'd love, I'd love to see Texas take this one. Though. Yeah, I would too. And I, I like their chances. I do. I, I do know too. that Oklahoma State is a great squad, but I just really like what I've seen yeah. from Texas so far there this year. There still are some questions. Are we going to get the same performance from Quinn Ewers in the first half? Is he going to keep that up? for a full, Could that happen for a full game? Yeah, we want, could that we want have the Quinn been a fluke? We saw Look, again, this will be his 10th total start of his, quarter, of his uh, career, college career. Mm-hmm. So he's still young. 10 is a good number to, to maybe see where you're at completely. But look, he adjusted and figured it out and – and they pulled it out in the second half of, of that game against Iowa State. So there's no reason to believe that the momentum isn't on their side for this and that they can win this, especially if Sanders isn't playing, although I hope he does. Huge Big 12 implications looming large with this game. Uh, Texas leads the all-time series 26-10. They've lost the last five of seven, and the last five matchups against the Cowboys have all been decided by one score. That's what I'm saying. That three points makes sense. Cowboys have taken the last three of those one score. Matchup, so bring it. Hook them. Let's go. Uh, should be a great game. Very exciting. Looking forward to it. Uh, also, looking forward to tonight, this afternoon. More baseball. More postseason baseball. Yanks, Strohs, who you got? Uh, I'm taking the Astros tonight. Uh, partially. Verlander's going to figure as, it out against the Yankees. As long as Justin Verlander shows up. The, the, the Justin Verlander that we have known shows up and not the one who showed up when he played the Mariners. Sure. Uh, because... The pitching matchup is not even is not even close. No. Not even yeah, close. You're right. Uh, you want to talk a little baseball with us? Give us a call. 512-834-1027 is a number. We'll be right back. The Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Press the button. It is a breaking ball. Slugger was ready. How far does this go? Second deck. Kyle Schwarber tees off. Two-nothing Phillies. Did you see Bryce Harper's jaw? That's how I pictured he was doing. What? (laughs) 488 feet. Kyle Schwarber 
Sending the Phillies uh, up one against the Padres last night. What a on such a blast. on such a smooth swing. Like yeah. it doesn't even look like he's swinging that hard. Him and Giancarlo Stanton have the most strength on like the weakest swing I've ever seen. Not saying weak that it's like, you know, you can't hit it very hard. It's just like how they present their swing. It just looks really slow. But man, they just freaking mash. So I didn't think he still had that in him. <laughs> This is uh, the the second longest postseason homer since uh, Statcast tracking began in 2015. The longest ever hit at Petco Park. The longest and hardest Statcast tracked homer by a Phillies player. The hardest hit postseason batted ball by Statcast. The fifth hardest hit home run tracked by Statcast. Um, it's a lot of numbers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> longer than any of the homers hit by Schwarber in two home run derby appearances in 18 and 22. What did they say? Uh, what's the longest home run in postseason history? Interestingly enough, they don't have that number on oh, here. Jerks. I know. But it came off his bat. Dude, 120 miles an hour. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Well, not quite. It was it was uh, 119.7. So That's, I lied. Well, I mean, you can, you can round up at that point. Uh, only the Yankees, uh, John Carlos Stanton and the great Shohei Otani of the Angels and O'Neill Cruz of the Pirates have hit a ball at least 119 miles per hour this year. That thing was just, I mean, he tore the cover mm-hmm. off that ball. Mm-hmm. And everybody is just gushing over it about how uh, you know this was just an amazing hit and blah, 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 blah. You know who's not gushing over it? Kyle Schwarber. Well, first off, I would have took it if it went in the first row. I don't. I really don't care. A point's a point, and uh, yeah, the the be able to put a put up a, a run there and uh, extend the lead. It, it was nice. Yeah, well, no big deal. I just hit yeah, a ball no four hundred eighty-eight yeah. feet. Just a nice soft swing, trying to put it in play, and I hit it out. It hasn't almost landed five hundred feet, but no big deal. Yeah. I, I'd have taken it if it landed in the first row. Fair enough. And he, you know, come on, he he sat there and watched that. That ball go for a while. That's one of those started trotting. That's that's the kind of contact you make that is is so perfect, you don't even feel it mm-hmm. when it when it makes contact with the bat. It's, Someone actually took a video uh, in the stands and was somehow able to track the ball from the bat to where it landed, so you could literally watch it wow. in flight from when it was hit to getting to the stands. Pretty cool. It was cre- it was incredible. That was cool. Oh, man, that was cool. Now, d- despite that beautiful home run there, uh, Zach Wheeler really stole the show. He struck out eight, one hit over seven scoreless in that win last night. Uh, so co-ace Aaron Nola primed to take the ball for the Phillies uh, game two. To, uh, to, this is Wednesday. Yeah, so tonight. Yeah. I almost said tomorrow. You know what the cool thing about this is? His brother. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, the Nola, the, the Nola matchup. The Nola brothers. Uh, his brother catching for the Padres. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can thank the Mariners for trading him there. That's, that's pretty cool. And we fleeced them for it. That whatever. is pretty cool. So uh, 3.30 this afternoon, game two, Phillies-Padres. Who are you liking this one? I I gotta I gotta think the the Padres are gonna or no, I'm sorry the Phillies are gonna keep rolling I uh, that's kind of who I'm rooting for uh, obviously I'm impartial but uh, they're still in Philly you know it's yeah. a, it's a it's a good crowd there the, the vibe wild right the now. vibe is good in Philadelphia right now um, I think this may come down to uh, whoever wins on the road first so if Padres take this one they may take the series but if Phillies take this one. Uh, I, I think they got a pretty good chance to move on. Well, and, and I think the Phillies will win tonight. And Bryce Harper has gotten uh, hot. He's back at the right time. He's not his normal self, but he's still back. No, 
He's 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 rolling. I think I think those days, those other those old days of Bryce Harper are gone. Which I don't, is I don't think they're coming they, back. They really don't seem that that long ago. They but were it was about ten years ago, wasn't well, it? No, I don't know. Is that quite that long ago? Has it been that long? Has he been? In the Has it been that long since he ran out of the mound and and made the 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 worst helmet throw ever in the history of baseball? Has it been that long? <laughs> it might be. It's probably we'll been about eight, have, seven, eight years. God. We'll have to fact check. Time that. goes by way too fast. It anyway, does. I don't think we're going to see that old Bryce Harper. Harper is gone, but. I think Anything he's, he's can at least in here the in the interim right now, and sure. that's when it counts. He could hit seven more home runs in the postseason, and he'd still probably be a shell of his former self. Yeah. But you, when you get hot in the postseason, I mean, it's infectious, and it's and it can stick with you, and it can give you confidence, and roll on through and get to the World Series. Yeah. Wish the Mariners would do that. So we also have our American League Championship Series first pitch six thirty seven tonight at the Juice Box. The uh, Yankees. Just hear the confidence in your voice when you said that at the juice box. Well, let me tell you one reason that I'm confident, <laughs> and at least tonight. Yes. Because less than 24 hours after the the Yankees dispatched the Guardians, mm-hmm. they're taking the field. Well, they're taking the batter's box. Like I mean, it, it's they're playing. You're saying, yeah, they 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 got no downtime. None whatsoever. Yankees have zero downtime. And the Astros have been chilling for a week, it seems. That's right. <laughs> so, and we move into this best of seven ALCS. Justin Verlander, mm-hmm. almost a lock for his third a- uh, AL Cy Young this no, year. No, no, not almost. It is a lock. It is a lock. Yes. And uh, Jamison Tyone for the Yankees. Who? That's exactly right. That's another reason that I like the Yankees. Well, we to, say who, Astros and yet them. they're still in this, they're in the same position that the Astros are in. And they have a significantly better offense than the Mariners do. So Astros got to be ready. Look, they they were just a couple outs uh, away from taking that five games to five games. The the Guardians, know, the ALDS. Oh well, oh, the ALDS. Oh, the so DS. Yeah, they got to be. I mean, look, their pitching is on fire right now. As long as they maintain that pitching, I don't think the Yankees have a chance. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Hicks out for the Yankees on a, a, a scary situation yesterday. Pop up. He collided with Oswaldo Cabrera. Uh, left knee injury, underwent MRI at New York Presbyterian, out for the remainder of the postseason. Uh, but I like the Astros tonight for sure. I I know the Yankees are out for some vengeance. Yeah. So I don't I don't at all predict a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Astros in six. Look, but you, it may go seven. We saw in full effect how good your pitching, the Astros pitching staff is. Yeah. And so there's no reason to think that that won't continue. I agree. I don't. I I just. If they're still on, there's no way. There's no way they're going to lose. There's no way that the Yankees can... I mean, they may go five games or four games, but I, I just I can't see a way with, with the Astros pitching for them to not make it past. Well, keep in mind, though, Cardinals, Blue Jays, Mets, Dodgers, Braves, all 86th unexpectedly again, this postseason. Yeah, but again, there's no better... I don't think there's a better pitching staff in the there's league not. right now than no, there's the not. Astros. There's not. And the scary part is, is they're all going to be back next year. So, I mean, that has nothing to do with now. I'm just, I just, I just, I can't see. I, I think, I think the Yankees are a little too aggressive, and I think the Astros will take full advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Uh, looks like Aaron Judge has, has actually set another, another record. Oh, joy. <laughs> just keep on rolling. What's the, what is it? Uh, he's, he's hit his fourth home run in a winner take all scenario. So uh, that's the most effort. These weird baseball stats. How many categories do you think there are in the history of MLB? There's got to be like 2.3 trillion different categories 
you know, like this guy does good with two outs with and 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 the in the bottom of the seventh inning on days when it's this temperature, like stuff like that. Like they'll just make up anything just to, to create a record for you at this point. The Yan- which is fair. Here's it's another a good one. Record. The Yankees are twenty eight and two in games when both Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton hit a home run in the same game. But what's the dew point? Is there a dew point on there? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like great. Like those really mean nothing in, in the long run. It's just something for us to talk about. You think I am, Ace Rothstein? Hey, I don't even know who that is, man. Another casino reference. Oh, damn it. He even knew if the quarterback was on Coke. No, all right. I've only watched it a few times. I'm sorry. I've seen it way too many My times. My mother would be very upset with uh, she so, those movies. So you're taking Phillies, Astros. Phillies, Astros, Me yes. Too. 100%. Me too, Me too. It, absolutely. It's, it's just that easy, man. Now just go out and do it. Phillies, Astros. <laughs> uh, so as we approach the uh, last minute or so here of the bullpen, the University of Texas men's basketball team ranked 12th in the AP preseason top 25 out this week. It's Love it. the 19th time in school history that UT has made an appearance in the AP uh, preseason poll. They're going to stay there all year, I guarantee it. Yeah. I'm guarantee it, but I would bank on it. They uh, tip off the season with a charity exhibition game against Arkansas on the 29th, Saturday the 29th of this month. Uh, that's at 3 p.m. at the Moody Center, and then they open the regular season home contest against UTEP Monday, November 7th, uh, 8 p.m., also at the Moody Center. I can't wait to see a game there. I'm, I'm really so excited, excited about it. I, I have... Um, you know, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of different events at the drama at the Frank Irwin Center as a kid, as a boy growing up from concerts yeah. to sporting events. Uh, I saw you know first time I ever saw the Houston uh, um, Harlem Globetrotters was there. Nice. Uh, so I got a lot of great memories of the Irwin Center, but I'm really excited to see what they've yeah. got going on at the new Moody. Center I never got games. to go to the drum, but I've been to the Moody Center a few times now for some shows, and it is gorgeous. Yeah, it yeah. is gorgeous. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, that's going to do it for us today here on the bullpen. We appreciate you sticking around with us, putting up with us for another. Hour of your day. Stick that is around. the key word. Putting up with us. That's not really a word, but a phrase. That's actually yes, four words. Shut up. <laughs> Stick around. Paul Feinbaum up next. And at 4 o'clock, Sports Talk with Ed and Beto. We'll be back tomorrow. See ya. We'll see you then.